And we're live here from. I'm so sorry. I'm not. Another relative pitch recording. Relative pitch. Oh no, Anthony. Well, it you know it was a big word for Elmo. Right. What we're not about to do is start it off like that. No, (laughs) man. No, man. Y'all already starting off wild. Listen, we we had we missed y'all last week, so we had to start off a little wild, a little wild. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I'm just trying to match the energy I see online nowadays. Y'all know AT and T was out. <laughs> I did not have a cell phone signal from 4 a.m. to 2 p.m. Oh my gosh! That's he didn't pay his bills because I also hey, have AT and T, and guess what? My service is perfectly fine. I know you ain't talking about paying bills. I be picking up our mail, Anthony. Mm-hmm. I, and I know that. And that's why you got the pass bill due. Mm-hmm. See, this and is don't. Energy. This is the energy that's been on socials lately. I'm going to need y'all, everyone, to woosah. Woosah. Y'all. Like, y'all know this season is big, 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 big for tussling. Right, <laughs> externally and internally, <laughs> like, Amen. Uh, I don't know. We had to take a break. Just it's been it's busy. I think something that it's when you get into routines and like you have set things. If I think people forget that burnout comes sometimes from like a lack of a switch up of your routine. If you're just constantly going boom, 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 and just seeing it as I have to do this this exact way or it's not going to get done. That's actually not necessarily true. You can say, okay, yes, I have to go to work or yes, I need to go to school. I need to practice. I need to do those things. But there is, you may, maybe sometimes you can flip it, say, actually, instead of practicing tonight, I think I'm going to flip it and practice t- like in the morning so I can go have dinner with my friends tonight and like have a night off. You know what I mean? Um, or saying maybe, you know what? And so I don't have to stress and stay up late, like doing my homework. I'm actually going to take a moment before I go see my friends to do my homework. So then I can go out and really be stress-free, sleep well. Like I, I, I think around this time is when, when I experienced my big burnout in sophomore year, this is kind of when this, it was happening around this like late Feb, early March area. And I think the reasoning it happens is because like everyone gets through the fall. We're like, woo, holidays, yay, yay, yay. January is just a slump. We have like MLK day off, but still it's just like a thick month of January. And then you immediately in February, which is like what, no, no days off. I think maybe President's Day, depending on where you are. But that's only two days off in like a two month span. And you're just, it's relentless. The winter quarter or that spring, early spring quarter hurts for students it hurts you know so it makes sense if you're feeling right now internally you're like i don't feel great i feel i feel stuck i feel really tired i feel like there's nothing i can do that's helping flip it up michael (laughs) oh that's me literally last week was hell Mm. he double hockey stick like it was it was it was rough and you know and i understand again and what i tell my kids at university i was there two years ago Mm -hmm. literally doing my jury the may before i got my first job i understand more than anybody on your faculty because i'm the youngest one on the faculty Mm -hmm. like i understand where you're at so like when i tell them legitly if you email me 
and tell me what's going on, I can better help you. Or at least that's the way I treat higher education. I'm a resource and I am their protector. If you're in my studio or in my chamber ensemble that I coach, if you're getting stretched thin, you tell me I fight the battles for you. Or I give you the ammunition or the resources to then fight your own battles and stand up for yourself. Mm. Um, it's not you against the world. Like, and that might not be every uh, applied faculty, but I am almost positive that the majority of applied faculty, if you are close with them at state universities are there for you mm-hmm. and in your corner. I can't speak for conservatoires. They're different. They are different. Now I will say it. Um, it is honestly the same, no matter if you're in high school, you're in college, or you're a teacher, um, I can speak from that perspective. In high school, you know, like this season is usually the most stressful because you got um, the honor bands or the honor choirs, whatever you're doing there. You got your state assessments, your CRCTs, if you from back in the day, uh, or your milestones, or you got the SATs or whatever, you know, especially if you're about to go uh, graduate and go off to college, you have all this stuff saying like, you need to get your stuff in like right now. Then when you transition to college, this is also the, the semester where everything is hitting. And especially if you're a senior in college, a senior music education or a senior performance person, you're either doing your auditions right now. Uh, if you're a music ed person, you're like student teaching, but then now you're starting to think, I need a job. So this is like the time where you are applying places and sometimes for new teachers, it will take a long time before you get your first yes. You're going to get a lot of no's before your first yes. So keep on, keep on the road, keep your hand on the plow and keep on moving. And then if you're a teacher, you know, this season is also very stressful because you got LGPE or your statewide assessment, your pre-UI or your UILs, your MPAs, whatever they call it in your area, uh, which can be a very, very pivotal time. And sometimes that is where a lot of musicians are turned off because their directors usually go like, they go to being tyrants during this period. I remember, you know, when it's LGPE time, um, it gets critical. It gets very critical. Um, so for, for teachers out there, remember, we have to practice being kind to our students that are under us because they, they're seeing all the actions you're doing and they are really taking that in. So we have to just always practice um, kind of being mindful of where we are. It is a stressful time for everybody, no matter what stage of life you're in, especially in music. This time is just very, very, uh, I would say poignant. So let's just, let's take it day by day, y'all. Because you know, as we were saying, um, this is also time for the burnout, but also the tussle and bustles of social media because you know, you're in these rooms and you're getting burnt out. So guess what I'm about to do? I'm about to go on Facebook and I'm about to write a whole paragraph about what I don't like. And then guess what? Somebody else is now commenting. And now y'all getting real tussle and bustle because the comments, that's where the stuff go down at. That's what the thread, the thread that runs long. Mm -hmm. I think the the underlying thing before we get into specifically the beast that social social media is, is whenever these moments of tension, especially internally, you're feeling like, oh, you just like, you don't feel good in your skin. 
things are going on around you, you feel like things are happening to you. I think sometimes we can feel so overwhelmed that we forget to empathize with others. And that is where this underlying nastiness can come from that we see most of the time, unfortunately, these days. We used to have duels, now we have Facebook. So <laughs> like we're seeing all this happen on Facebook, right. <laughs> so I encourage, I encourage you even when you're feeling like I just I need to let some anger out, go scream into the void. Like go scream like like actually physically scream. Go like go to the gym and just sprint for like five minutes straight until literally your legs are jello and you're just like, oh my gosh. You know, go do go walk around and just wander or you know, in the in a park or something. Call your friend. And just be like, hey, I need 10 minutes to just rant. I don't actually want you to fix anything. I don't need, I don't, I, I hear, I know you're gonna wanna help me. I don't need that. I just need to rant. Journal. God, I have like so many journals around here where I just rant to myself endlessly and I'm just like, ah. And then afterwards, it feels like I have this release. But too many people use Facebook as their journal. And unfortunately, they aim all their feelings towards a specific person, people, organization, group. Um, and you just look goofy. Let me tell you something. The way I'd be sitting at home, like, mm, mm, the girlie's going for it again. That's crazy. Like, popcorn, wine. Ugh, it'd be too much. Like, and or if you need a little bit more cathartic release, I say hitting your steering wheel, cussing as loud as possible in your car, like rage cussing, um, burning paper that you've written stuff on um control safely controlled fires control do fires. not just do not take that and burn it in someone's house and leave it there like that ain't that ain't it no 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 you are not getting off that car case <laughs> you're gonna get arrested All but right. let's, let's make sure we have our our good vocabulary y'all we can't be telling people to go here and start mauling people you know we we not we we are not saying go out here and be violent no <laughs> But you can have go to a, one of those wreck it rooms, maybe. Yeah, um, they are expensive, so bring a suit tag. Go to do laser tag and just go crazy. Oh, right. I love laser tag. I love being up on little kids. Yes, <laughs> yes. Because I be I be one of them. Um, but yeah, like you just need a. We have to have an understanding that people are trying. Mm. Mm. That's just the biggest thing. Like no one, I like to believe, and I might be an optimist. No one is showing up if they're choosing to be in music. Mm. If they've maybe chosen to go to a fancy conservatory or a prominent school, that they're not showing up to suck. Why would they spend all this money to suck? Mm. They're giving you the most that they can give you. And some weeks it's not a lot. Other weeks it's amazing. And yes, we all know it's hard to make it in this field, but beating them down is not a way to get there. Yeah. Yeah. And it's interesting because on social media, we have also been seeing an uptick of these posts from like more either elder millennials or like Gen Xers and the boomers of talking about specifically Gen Z's and like the newer generations and the laziness about our generations and like the way that we don't want to get up and do anything. And I, I want to kind of talk about this because I felt, I, again, being on both sides, I'm trying to look at it on back in the day, it's like, 
if it says you show up at this time, you show up at this time and that's it. And there's no room for error and blah, 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 blah. Do I believe everyone acted perfectly back in those times the way that they kind of make it sound? No, I don't. I think that maybe there was a more general sense of like, like it was like, we'll make it work. We'll sacrifice more, et cetera, et cetera. But that was also a different time with, with socially and everything else, things were just different. And so when I think sometimes when we're hearing these critiques of the newer generations, it is from the mindset and with the idea that we are still in those easy breezy 19 cent hamburger $1 gas times and babes rent is crazy gas is insane we inflation is wild right now and also all of these things affect people in different ways because if people don't have money to do the things they do that other things happen depression mental health issues arise where maybe getting to work getting somewhere on time is harder than it used to be in different ways now because of this we have come with new approaches of medicine and all these different ways to do this we are working on it right it is i don't i have never specifically met people who were like i want to be late all the time i want to like be disrespectful i wanted to do that no there are some people who could be better at it for sure for sure but again from what michael just mentioned a little bit ago you have to come with the understanding and the this optimism of everyone is trying to do their best and if instead of talking to your students and asking them what's going on and wanting to know what's going on in their life you just go directly to facebook you're a loser first of all go talk to your students and say hi i'm noticing a pattern of if we schedule a this o'clock lesson, you're showing up around this time. Can I ask, is that an okay time for you? Do we need to do something else? Or like, is this something that you think is going to continue? And it's okay if they're like, oh, you know, no, I'm just, I, you know, it's a bus route and I just did it up. Then say, okay, well, can we, can you get on an earlier bus route? Do you need to switch to a later lesson with someone so that that's not an issue? What do we need to do? And I know some, some people are still gonna be like, well, they need to figure that on your own. Are you an educator? Are you a teacher? Are you someone who actually wants to help your students? Because if you, this is never, if you actually are coming from that mindset, you're never gonna be thinking that way. They would just figure it out. What are you there for? You are you are a holistic person and seeing them as a holistic person and not just seeing them as they show up at this time and they leave and that's all I care about. Think about them in the full, their full humanness and yourself in your fuel. So most of you are also parents yourselves. You have children. You know how nuanced children are and people and students and just humans are. So what frustrates me the most is it's almost, again, when they have these arguments, they're seeing students, the people in the generations are complaining about just for in that one like tunnel vision viewpoint they have instead of thinking about everything else that the generations are dealing with right now and for me that's my frustration because i don't agree with you <laughs> and i don't care if i'm the one who does show up on time all the time and have my shit together it doesn't matter i'm still advocating for the ones who i know who can't do that right now and right. who need extra help and you should be seeing that and should be going to help them more i think a question that you you asked are you even an educator? The answer is no. These are usually, and the people who are talking about 
are usually the professors, you know, the, the private lesson professors. Um, and the answer is, the correct answer would be no. They are performers who happen to get into a position where they're expelling their knowledge because they are really good on their instruments. They are. And of course, I would want you to teach me, how did you get there? Let me know that. But uh, when it comes to the, the word educator, the answer would be no. An mm -hmm. educator is not just someone who expels knowledge just for a, a very transactional, here's my A, here is your B, and then boom. No, an educator is a world round. I'm investing in my students to make sure that they are encouraged, that they feel like they can tackle the next step, whatever that may be. And unfortunately, that is just not a lot of private teachers, mm -hmm. private professors at colleges, conservatories, things like that. That is just not them. Now, most teachers that I know, most educators that I know that are your band directors, your choir directors, your orchestra directors, those are people that are the ones that are nurturing to their students because they see them on an everyday basis and they, they know that students are not just players. Even in a music school, your students are not just a flute player, a trumpet player, a string player. They are a human being. And that is, to me, what to differentiate between an educator and someone just that happens to teach. Because yes. educator will get into, let me help you develop as a, a person. Because mm -hmm. when you leave this, it is not about the best time you play. Sometimes it is. But it's about, okay, your playing gets you here. But it's about being the best person that will keep you here. Mm. I don't think people really go into that. And especially with this current generation, even our generation, we need to know that you like us, that right. you respect us. If I'm not feeling that, well, guess what? I'm not showing up. Simple. Okay. And for them old people, I'm sorry, because y'all about to really get me disrespectful. <laughs> for you old people that, that are saying these things, it's mm. like you, you, dealt with a lot of disrespect because your right. professors would talk to you out the side of your neck, would, you know, be like, boom, boom, boom. I'm sorry. For me personally, hell to the no. Whoa. No. Like, you just ain't going to talk to me out the side of your neck and you think I'm just going to sit here and be like, oh, because you play so well, I'm, I'm at the back of your feet. No, baby. You put your pants on the same way I put my pants on. And guess what? You use the bathroom the same way I do, baby. So guess what? That makes nothing. I don't, I, it doesn't matter. The respect you give me is the respect I give to you. Right. And I think that is such a, a, a different mindset from people that are in older generations. Because I, I hear it all the time. Oh, because they're an elder, they deserve respect. Well, if the elder um, is giving me respect, then guess what? I will, I will gladly give it right back and I will be respectful. But say this elder is coming and talking out the side of their neck to me and thinking I'm not about to respond, you out your rabbit ass mind. That's really the tease. That's really the tease. So you might want to check it. So that's anybody that's listening to this that you think that you older and you finna talk to me at, oh, you got something completely different, baby. I don't care who you is. I really don't. We can get into it. Right. Correct. And for me, like, there is a way to be, because what this gener what that generation loves to say is, 
oh, you're just not honest. No, there is a way to be honest and to be, tell it how it is without making it personal. Mm-hmm. And that's my biggest complaint with sometimes applied faculty and pri- private teachers is they at times will make their comments personal, personal. Like someone comes in missing F sharp. Well, if you weren't doing X things in your personal life, you wouldn't miss that F sharp. That doesn't matter right now. F sharp is not that valve. You got the valve wrong. That means you're not practicing efficiently. That's all you got to say. You did not practice as efficiently because you're still missing notes. Let's understand why we're missing notes and devise a plan to make sure you don't. Like you don't have to make it personal because they didn't come in there and say, I'm going to play this F sharp because I'm going to make this man mad and I'm doing this on purpose. Why would anybody? That's just dumb. That is literally just dumb. Like I remember, just choose not to be personal. Like that is how music gets on that realm of us blaming people. Like what's on the page is what's on the page. Talk about that. Talk about how they're playing the instrument. We're not giving A's to everybody because we're not cussing them out and making them feel belittled and making them feel like they're not going to make it because they showed up to a lesson late or because they missed these notes and weren't prepared. We are giving it to them without being rude. And that's a big difference. You know, Being rude does not make people successful. Mm-hmm. It might make some, but watch it. They're going to then start posting on Facebook yeah. about other orchestras, and they're going to get called out themselves. Mm-hmm. So you can teach people rude, and then they can be traumatized and then they'll let it out on other students in the future and get fired from three or four universities or conservatories in New York. So you need to be really watch the way you talk to people because this whole title nine thing ain't going away, baby. And they come for people. Finally, they ain't come for the right people sometimes because some people are still working in this career, but Hey, all I got to say is if you watch your B's and Q's, and dot your I's and cross your T's, baby, you will make it. If for me, it's always so funny how the people who have the most things you could get, like you could throw at them are the first ones to talk mm. and the first ones to post, should I say? Because I'm like, ooh, should you really be saying anything? Because you're kind of <laughs> drawing attention back to yourself right now. And uh-huh. I don't know, you should stay quiet. And another thing that's so funny about socials is people, they're like, oh, I have the right to post this. You're absolutely right. And guess what? People have the right to go in your comments and tear you limb from limb if you decide to post whatever you want. And that is on the, if you post something that, you know, people agree with or disagree with, you have to recognize the, what you're opening up by posting anything, your opinion anywhere online. And also know who you're friends with on, and know the people who are like just you understand what's going on having a personal feed where you're posting things and most of the people you follow agree with you is different than when you have a public platform and you are associated with a very public facing organization or organizations mm-hmm. and posting about another very huge public facing organization or organization like did no one go to pr school with y'all it is i'm sorry i need to get these boomers in a room and go okay so everyone can see what you're saying do we do we have a baseline understanding of that like like do we understand that first of all and then 
making again assumptions me me as a random person or i guess whatever let's just in this scenario let's say i have no no public facing opinions people don't know my perspective i'm just a random bot i say the sun is yellow right maybe no one likes it no one cares someone huge platform goes the sun is yellow oh they're think pieces you know what I mean? There are people going, there's news articles now going, the the field of blah, blah, blah is saying that the field, now the experts are saying that it is, you have to understand the power you have with your platforms and you as a certain person in a certain field making a very wide generalized statement. I'm sorry, especially about something to do with like medicine or like anything like that's so specific and can be very harmful to people if you're saying assumptions like that you have to recognize what that can do to people who just see your word as like law and the goes oh my gosh i did not know everyone was doing that and because not it's not you have made now this huge assumption that now i have to go through and read all these damn thing pieces on something that people why 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 shut up like, I'm so sick of y'all just saying stuff and not recognizing the impact of your actions on social media. Stop it. Well, I think that's part of it. I think they just want to say stuff. <clears throat> I think they just want to put their opinion out there. And it's like, <clears throat> you know, just like the sun is yellow. Some be like, I think the sky is purple. And then just walk away and just watch the world blow up. Or you can do the Beyonce thing. Release the song. <sighs> right. And watch the world blow up because everybody's going to go crazy. Like, I think that is <clears throat> some of their things because they're like, I haven't stirred the pot in a while. I think that stuff is sticking at the bottom. Let me, let me give one good stir. And I'm like, or you could not. Or if you stir the pot, could you stir the pot by yourself with some other people like in the house? Like, do we have to do it? Well, that is the thing. People are so comfortable with taking kitchen table talk to social media. Some things belong at the kitchen table, okay? I don't know if your mama didn't tell you that, but I remember mine. She was like, uh-uh, <laughs> we talking. Grandpa's talking, and now she go back and repeat this. <laughs> so I don't know if y'all didn't have that, that type of upbringing, but I did. So a lot of these things that I'm seeing, like um, the thing that, Michael, you showed us recently, I was like, this sounds like a kitchen table talk. Like, this is something you you discuss amongst friends right. and we can have good, you know, conversation about. This, this did not belong on a social media platform, especially from that person who was, you know, really big in the scene where you're opening up for so many people to talk about. And then what usually happens is when you say something, there's other people that are going to take what you said and then make their own comments and make their own post about it. And then that post is going to have more comments and it's just a big snowball effect. So like, let's, mm -mm, it should have just said at the kitchen table. If you felt some type of way, and also let's just, uh, let's just take it back. If you were critiquing somebody else's performance, you had nothing to do with them, you why are you speaking up on somebody else's performance? It's either you liked it or you didn't. If you didn't, mind your business and keep it moving. Keep it pushing. Who made you the critic? And why and are you saying? Especially when it's not about music. 
That was the other thing. It wasn't even a music critique. What What are you mad about? What really are you mad about? And I think the issue for this specific this specific uh, um, situation we're talking about is also the person dropped names. It would be different if they had approached it in a sense of I recently had watched a like a like local live did of this thing and I noticed this, but immediately dropping the name of said organization and not expecting the people who are alive to see it and to comment on it. It's kind of crazy. So again, PR school number one, um, unless you're trying to get dragged, maybe like do shade. Y'all know what shade is? Like shade, that's like, it's not a direct. That is the difference between shade and direct sunlight. And a read, girl. <laughs> like, girl. It, actually, I like that. I, I like the, the imagery that you okay. use, Anthony, of the the kitchen table talk because there are things that with your trusted friends and trusted colleagues that you are going to talk about at a bar at you know after work just having dinner with everyone things are going to be said i can't imagine what has been said because i've known what's been said at my kitchen table so we oh, yeah. know that oh, yeah. <laughs> like we know that that happens but that is different than you going online and showing your ass mm -hmm. and why do uh, why do you have to show your ass? Also, I just want to, I need you to understand what you're doing for, you're already making fun of the younger generation. Now, how much do you want to bet if this happens between two younger generation people mm. that are just rising on their career, how many people would be like, oh my God, you're too young to talk about this. Oh my God, you shouldn't talk about this because of your career. Oh my God, why are you doing this in front of all the people? You need to be a mentor. But uh, like when who relatively well-known people are doing it. Everybody just like watching it. Get your popcorn, which, because same. I'm going to get my popcorn too. But ain't nobody going to call y'all out for just like duking it out in front of the entire community? See, no. Difference. That, that's what I've always said, and especially when somebody asks about relative pitch, and I always say it's from a young perspective, because for so long we've been told we should not have an opinion until we are those people's ages. But the thing is, there's no difference. They sit over here throwing shade, throwing all types of, basically about to have an old school duel, like, baby, I'm going to pull my pistol, you pull your pistol. Okay, but look at them. And then you're telling the younger people, oh, you you got to remain humble. You got to remain, you know, uh, uh, chaste. You, you have to remain uh, as one with high morals. But you see the people that are the top of the field, where they morals at? Where are those this morals you told, you told me to have? Now, the other thing about a, a big post is you never know what part... Jaeger is snowing the hell up. Snoring? <laughs> he was tired. Oh, Jaeger boy. Is he in the room with you or is he in my room? He's in your room, child. All I heard was a big old snore. I, I thought it was a grown man behind me, child. Hold on. <laughs> he tired. He big boy. Oh, anyway, it's like, so your post, you never know who's going to read that and then it be a triggering moment or misfire or something like that. Like you, 
I saw that that post made something and there was a younger uh, trumpet player who was like, I, I mean, I knew these people and I looked highly up to them and this is making me feel right by this the one little word that was meant for younger people, the no name, sick fence, whatever the hell that means. <laughs> but, you know, it's like, wow. So tell me what you really feel. And although here's another thing. When you get into a heated debate, you say things off the edge of your tongue. You mm. do. And here's the thing. When, uh, ooh, I'm about, here's a little topic for us. Maybe we can discuss that at a later time because I've had this conversation before. But when you're saying things in, 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 a, heated, in a heated altercation, those are the things that are going to be taken and, and that is going to paint a picture of you. Now, someone I had a conversation with was like, I don't like cancel culture because... <laughs> Sometimes you say things in the heat of the moment and people take that as if that is you and for the rest of your life. And it's like, well, did you say it right. Like you said it, it came from somewhere in your mind, in your brain, in your body. Mm. And I'm assuming you got wrinkles on the brain. So I think they they are thinking unless you went smooth brain and then baby. And the (laughs) other thing about it is, okay, like, I, I don't give any more leeway to a verbal altercation when you're going back and forth in person, but I truly don't have any leeway when it's online because no matter what, you have all the time in the day to go, Ooh, let me delete that. That that don't sound right. And you can delete it. Just put it down, walk away. Put Just it down, walk, walk away. away. Just walk away. Like when I get emails about, you know, things that just people should be doing better and I only have a bad reaction to say, let me put this, I'm going to respond to that email when I got about 15 minutes because I need to calm down so that I can respond to this email in a professional way without truly saying what I need to say, okay? There, I do not have much uh, um, patience when it comes to online squabbles because you can think about for a long time before you respond. it's insane it is truly insane i and and with and also with that still in the branch of social media going back to like this idea of burnout like anthony was mentioning there's a lot happening in this time period we have evaluations happening we have all these honor bands going on we have people who are auditioning and about to get or already getting results of like collegiate applications online if you especially if you are in a place where you are you feel close to burnout and all these things happening you're seeing all these people celebrating their conference wins and all these other things going on it can be really tiring to go online and see people celebrating okay and that is okay for you to go I'm really not in the mood to see other people do that at the moment. And I just need a moment to myself that that in no way is that being selfish of saying like, I don't want to celebrate other people. But if you are in a headspace and a in a body space where you are feeling down and tired and burned out yourself, it can feel sometimes a little overwhelming to see so many people getting their flowers <laughs> while you feel you're stuck. So in that same vein, I want to also like, let you know we've all been there it feels like you are getting cursed on punch kicked down and at the same time you look on facebook and everyone everybody and their mother apparently is celebrating amazing things and you're like well 
where like what what's wrong is am i doing something wrong am i should i need do i need and that is kind of because then what happens is you kind of go into overdrive you want to go in overdrive you think you need to do more that is where the burnout happens i think sometimes you have to take a step back from all like be like i'm happy for those people i'm not saying that i'm not happy for those people but it's a lot for me to look at that right now to take in when i'm in the when i'm in the headspace and mindset that i'm in and like not even just social media, even out with your friends and like people, that's going to happen, right? And you just have to, again, make sure that when you're into those spaces, you are like, okay, there's a possibility that someone, someone, I know someone just got a big school win, you know, where they just got won a big contest. It's probably going to be brought up. How do I want to respond to that? How can I respond to that in a way that is genuine, that is not harmful, but also doesn't feel like it's hurting me as well as others. So it's just so much, y'all. Like it's a hard time. It, it's it's a it can be such a rough time right now because of all the nuance of what this season can hold. And I think more than anything, you have to like spend a little bit more time with yourself mm-hmm. and away from this. God, put it down. Put it down, Chad. put it down, Chad. Just, yeah. just go, go rest. And Pisces season, first of all, in general, is a really good time for rest in general, because you, because of all of this, because of all, it feels this overstimulation and the feeling of burnout and the fear of all this. This is a good time for you to actually take some more time, slow down, go more into yourself. I'm not saying don't hang out with people, hang out with people, but hang out in a capacity that doesn't feel like you are expending too much energy. If that just means having one of my friends calls it floppy friends, floppy days where you just hang out together and you kind of do nothing. Or maybe you just, you know, you're on your phones a little bit. You put something on. You're like, oh, do we want to go get lunch? You come back, you chill. There's not but there's not like a objective of the day. Right. It's not like we're hanging out in order to do something. We just want to be in each other's presence and space. We're going to have some conversations, but it doesn't have to be planned. You know what I mean? That's the the energy that you may need <laughs> to reside within for the rest of the month. And maybe it'll help you. I hope so. But if you're celebrating, ah, congrats. Go crazy. Go uh-huh. stupid. Go crazy. Like, celebrate. Not so crazy. <laughs> oh, Lord, that's funny. Like, live it up. Mm-hmm. But, um, Again, the underlying thing is just knowing that everyone is going through their own thing right now. And some people could be a havesies situation where something is going really great and something else is hitting the pits and they have no idea what to do with that energy. So it feels like they're kind of just this, mm-hmm. you know, just limbo, just kind of floating around. You know what I mean? And sometimes that feels worse. It it feels weirder in that middle, I don't know how to feel about this situation. So while in your own space, recognize that everyone else is also going through their own things and take a breath before you respond to things. Mm-hmm. Like nothing has served me better sometimes than just going, I'm going to answer that email tomorrow. I'm going to answer that text later on. I'll return that call tomorrow. And then... Piggybacking off of Lauren, the last thing is if something is taken away from your energy and peace, mm. find a way to remove it. <clears throat> and again, you don't got to be rude. No. Like there, if there's a student that's aggravating you because of X and X and X and X, you don't have to go in there and just belittle them and be like, okay, I'm not going to be your teacher anymore. 
how about let's talk about our goals again and let's see if I can fit you with a teacher that better fits your goals at this moment. Mm-hmm. And I will continue to serve as a mentor, but I cannot be your private, I cannot be your main instructor anymore because our goals are just not aligned. And mm-hmm. some teachers are better at other things than others. And that is okay. We have to be okay with that. Mm-hmm. Like we cannot be the answer to every student that comes and sees us. Mm-hmm. So if something, if you follow Dr. Courtney Jones on Instagram, he is always saying this, protect your peace mm-hmm. in any and every way imaginable. Mm-hmm. Amen. So with that, please keep your eyes out on Facebook because things happen. Also, don't let words get you down mm-hmm. because half of these people would not say it in person wouldn't and if they did say it in person they'd probably be like this um yeah so uh anyways speak up because you had a lot to say on facebook (laughs) the book of face so well have a great week we'll see y'all again you know mayday 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 another relative pitch episode is dropping and again as always we keep saying this someone gonna answer one day Tell us what y'all want us to talk about, and we will do it. Amen. And just like that. Have a Amen. great week, y'all. Bye.